So it's the Apple Festival and I'm here with the lovely Michael Clark and Anna from Tewin Orchards and I've actually brought a couple of apples from my tree although they'd already dropped off the tree because we were eating them about a month ago Mike. This is a lovely one, a good specimen, large for the variety. It's Spartan, they're very simple to identify actually uh, with the apples. They have this, see that you've got a little bit of bloom left, obviously you've brought them in the car or they a lot of the blooms rubbed off. If you rub them off on your shirt, as it were, it comes up with a beautiful shine. And they're a lovely eating apple, quite scarce now. They used to be widely sold in the shops, but again, we want to get these old varieties back and, and, and get more variety in the shops, because we, sometimes you only have a choice of five in a supermarket, whereas these are a delicious one that has been lost. And, but they're still in gardens, you still find them in gardens. We love eating them. I'll make um, apple and blackberry crumble with them or an apple smoothies. How should I look after my tree? Well, try and prune the last third if it's got very tangled and if there's any dead wood on it. First of all, walk around your tree, <laughs> assessing what conditions it's in. If you think it's getting very tangled uh, and could come down in height a little bit, if it's, it's beginning to stretch off at the top, those that can be quite brutally cut back to a, a reachable size, make it easy for picking. But all those lower branches, they're, they're going out, you want them to go out sideways, ideally. They call those laterals for the pruning. But if they can have a third taken off the end, that won't affect the cropping. And in fact, the tree will be reinvigorated by that. They love a bit of pruning. So walk around your tree, you've spotted some dead wood or crossing branches. If they're crossing and rubbing in the wind, that damages them and you can get disease in. So cut off any that are crossing over, the weaker of the branches that's doing the rubbing against the other one. So those are the basic things. It's not that difficult and uh, uh, your tree will look so much better for it. Lots of air, let the light in. The success of growing apples, I always say, there's only three things you need to know, is lights, more light and as much light as possible. Because uh, trees really suffer, uh, apple trees suffer in shade. They don't like shade, they get uh, canker and they get diseases, they struggle. So if you make sure that any competing trees around are reduced if they're shading at your apple tree too much. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant information. My apple tree only ever seems to really give a good crop every other year. Is that kind of normal? That's typical. Of older trees do go into biannual cropping, and it's typical of some of them. The Bramley does that. We, we had a marvellous millions, literally. You think I'm exaggerating when I say millions of Bramleys, but we have a very large orchard at Turin with Bramleys in. And I think they're about 50 or 60, and they're now 83 years old. And when they produce these massive trees, they, they do produce thousands and by the time the windfalls have left in winter there are millions and the birds come in it's wonderful for the winter thrushes the field fairs red wings uh, they all come in and blackbirds they feed on them so it's a wonderful crop on our nature reserve there can we come and visit you at Tewin Orchards it's always open yes and through the summer we have badger watching going on in the hide so if, they, if people look at the Hearts of Middlesex Wildlife Trust website they can see how to book for the uh, hide in the the bookings are all finished this year uh, they're all fully booked up to the end of October but next spring do come and see us it, you can come in daytime anytime so but for watching at night at twilight to see the badgers foxes and deer next year oh here we are here's a picture of the hide in this my badger book it's just been reprinted uh, and it shows all about it I've now got color plates in the new edition 
Fantastic. Even a picture of me with a, ba a badger, isn't there? Okay. There's a picture of a badger eating lots of apples. There he is as a young man holding up one of the... Both of you that's are little cubs. One, yeah. <laughs> so that's Michael Clark from Tewin Orchards. If you get a chance, go and see them. Um, fantastic advice. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Kerry. Nice to meet you. So not only is it just about apples at the Aylet Festival weekend, I'm here with Brian from the Calico Company. Now, you have very exciting things here. I'm talking cream and butter fudge. What have you got for us, Brian? Well, we have a whole range. We're getting ready for Christmas, so we have Christmas pudding fudge. Uh, and we do one of your five a day. So we take fresh raspberries, turn it into a mash, and then when it's got nice and thick and gooey we swirl it through vanilla fudge and we have raspberry ripple fudge so that's just a taster of a couple of the unusual ones but we also have rum and raisin and caramel vanilla swirl who like to be more traditional where do you get the ideas from to make them uh, we look at what's happening with food trends, uh, look at what's happening with cupcakes. Uh, so over the summer we've been doing Eaton Mess and we do Red Velvet. So we try and keep abreast of what's happening with people's tastes and flavours and try and turn those into a fudge. At the moment we're working on a gin and tonic fudge. You have the most fabulous job, so you get to try all these and go, oh yeah, that one works. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, we make them and try them and eat rather too much uh, of it as well i have to say <laughs> nothing wrong with that it looks absolutely delightful where can we, if somebody's not at the alet festival weekend where can they find out uh, more if they go online calicocottage.co.uk then they will find our full range on there fantastic thank you very much brian very well so here at the Aylet Festival weekend, I'm here with Anthony Taylor. You have got some beautiful pieces of wood on display, Anthony. Yes, well, we like to make a wide variety of things uh, to appeal to everybody. You actually make these items yourself? Yes, yes. Um, I've got here with a colleague, uh, Peter Hall. He's the treasurer of our society. I'm the chairman and... Uh, we uh, operate out of uh, Hempstead. So, uh, can anybody come and, and see you there and yes, see what you yes, do? Yes, it's a very active club. We have meetings once a month, the second Tuesday in every month, and we usually have a professional demonstrator, and uh, it's, it's good fun and nice evenings entertainment. And can you talk learning. me through some of these beautiful pieces? What kind of woods do you use? Yes, uh, mostly English woods. This is yew wood, a beautiful wood that finishes very nicely. It's a lovely colour. And um, this is you as well. There's several pieces of you. Uh, this is ash. Uh, ash is a lovely uh, wood, plentifully you know, available, or nearly in all English woods. We have a few imported things like olive wood and so forth, but on the whole, uh, most of the things are English woods. Do you make things to demand? So if I said to you, would you make me a piece of furniture out of cherry wood, would you do something like that? Yeah, yes, indeed, yes. Um, furniture is a bit uh, beyond me. I think uh, I, have, I have made stools, but uh, uh, mostly we make uh, things, things of smaller things. So we've got things like goblets here. We've got... Um, pestle and mortar. Pestle and mortar. Uh, yes, we've got uh, decorated items. And mm. Nowadays, people are doing more work, uh, more turning decorated with paints and colours and... Uh, uh, all sorts of different styles of decoration and of course we occasionally we make things like uh, salt and pepper grinders uh, and some beautiful bowls and vases yes, they look stunning things. here's an example of a decorated uh, ware where we've oh. taken a uh, we've decorated the rim of a, of a platter with uh, iridescent paints uh, so you get a nice contrast with the natural wood 
That's absolutely stunning. Have you always done this, Anthony? Um, I've been doing it for about 10 years. Is it hard? Uh, <laughs> well, you need it. the best way is to go and get some lessons from somebody who's an expert and, uh, and then do lots of practice. <laughs> practice makes perfect. That's, these pieces are perfect. Thank you very much. Very nice to speak to you. So now, of course, we've been telling you to come down to Aylett Nurseries to try all the apples, over 15 varieties to taste and buy. I see the, the one from my garden, which is Spartan. I've got an apple tree in my garden that grows those lovely dark red apples. But they are some amazing ones. There's a little princess russet, which is like a golden brown colour. I've never seen an apple like that. There's a red devil one, which is a real fruity strawberry flavour. And there's a pitmaston pineapple, which is really flavoured like a pineapple tiny little yellow apples they're so beautiful and there are just the, the normal ones that you know the bramley apple that we all grew up with but so many different varieties and they're all here for you to taste and buy them and then take your favorites home with you so the Aylet weekend is not just about apples. I'm here with the St Albans beekeepers and the lovely Isabel. Isabel, you're selling pure local honey here today. Tell us how important it is to buy local. Well, actually, um, it's very important. There is some suggestion that eating local honey is good for people with allergies. We actually had somebody as well earlier who came up and said that the local honey helps her IBS. So, and also it's very tasty. It is delicious. I, I've, I have heard that myself. I, I suffer from a lot of allergies and people have always said to me, buy local honey and use that. And it definitely does seem to have an effect. Tell me about the St Albans beekeepers. Do you have hundreds of them in your garden? How does it work? So there's about uh, just over 100 people in St Albans Beekeeping Association. So it's uh, quite a few people, but we're always interested to teach new people. And if people are interested to contact us, uh, we do do beginners training courses each year and we have a Hives for All scheme which helps people to get into uh, beekeeping. So you share information and you discuss how things are. I mean I hear that bees are, are they dying out? Is that a real thing? But there are problems with bees but um, certainly we've got lots of hives in the area and uh, but yes anything we can do to help bees um, is a good thing because we know that they pollinate our crops and that's really important. Oh, and you do beeswax candles and things like that as well? Yeah, so different people um, have different interests. Some people make the candles and other people just sell the honey. Um, and so we have different honeys because obviously it depends on what the bees forage on. So they're slightly different flavours. Can we go online and find out more about you guys and buy online? Generally you can't buy online, but there will be different suppliers locally. People tend to sell it at these kind of events. And would you, if we went onto your website, would we be able to find out that kind of information? You'd, um, you could contact uh, somebody on there if you wanted to get more information about anything to do with bees and someone will get back to you. Brilliant, thank you very much. So here at the Aylet Apple Weekend, it's not all about apples. I'm actually with Sue and she's from the Sweet Potato Spirit Company. Sue, tell me all about this. There are bottles on your table. There certainly are a nice selection of bottles on our tables. We've got some gin liqueurs, some moonshine liqueurs. So we've got a toffee apple one. So we are a little bit apple based. We've got a gorgeous plum gin, which is great in Prosecco for those ladies that love a bit of Prosecco. We've got a lovely orange one, fantastic in hot chocolate. So we can go online and find you at askforansp.com, but more importantly, you sell them here at Aylets. Yes, they're all going to be stocked here at Aylets as well, so um, come on down. They make beautiful Christmas presents, just saying. <laughs> they certainly do. We've got gift bags and they're in lovely bottles, all hand-dipped with wax, all natural ingredients. 
so yeah great for everybody I'm here with Emma from Aylet Nurseries now it's all about the apples of course as part of the apple weekend so when the apples you don't want to munch them you can just drink them because they make them into beautiful juices that you sell in the Dahlia coffee house as well can you talk us through some of these apple juices what's yes. the most popular okay so the most popular varieties that we sell are the Cox Orange Pippin mm. and that has it says semi-sweet juice and it has slightly aromatic flavours to it the next popular one that we sell is the Egremont Russet um, and again that's a semi-sweet with a slightly nutty flavour mm. to it there are two most popular if you're not so much a fan of apple juice we do also have a pear juice that can be very popular and that's also quite refreshing um, and it might be you prefer that uh, at a meal rather than an alcoholic drink or some of the other juices that are available there's some amazing ones here because I was looking at the 15 varieties of apples on the other side of the festival and you've used some of these to make them. There's, a, there's yes. one that's kind of an almost orangey colour called Discovery. Discovery, yes. So that is a, that's a more sweeter variety and that's got a midsummer flavour to it. And you've then also got the sweetest one that is produced called the Worcester Pear Main and that's got slight strawberry flavours running through it. Wow, these are incredible. And as I said, if you're not here at the Apple Weekend, you can buy them at the Dahlia Coffee you, House. You can, absolutely. We sell them all year round. I'm Kerry Cobb and I was at Aylet Nursery on the North Orbital Road, St Albans.